0: Hey, hey, metaphysical AF listeners! Welcome back to another enlightening episode on our cosmic journey through the metaphysical realm. I'm your host Maggie, and today we're diving deep into the celestial wonder that is the super full blue moon today. <laughs> so, what's the deal with the super full blue moon, right? That's a mouthful, you ask. Well. My fellow seekers, it's an extraordinary lunar event that occurs when a full moon coincides with the moon being at its closest point to Earth. So, the term blue moon actually doesn't refer to the moon's color at all, but rather the rarity of having two full moons within a calendar month. That's pretty much alignment. But this happens just in the past five years, I've seen this happen multiple times especially if there's a month with 31 days. So I'm going to dive in a little bit and tell you more. And the website that I'm using for reference is Astrology King. So the full moon in Pisces on August 30th is a blue moon because it's the second one this month. It aligns with Saturn to make the meaning of the full moon this August about taking responsibility for your loved ones and caring for your emotional well-being we're going to really talk about that later in the episode, because this is going to get good. The August 30th full moon with Saturn may strain intimate relationships and cause some sadness. And it could cause emotional insecurity and lack of understandings because these things are possible with their six planets during their retrograde phase. But this is an excellent chance to clear away the guilt and regret that you can do that that will reset your subconscious. So the full moon on today, literally, if you're listening to this, is at seven degrees and 25 Pisces. So the full moon horoscope shows that just one aspect of the moon, that there's the conjunction with Saturn. Now, this might sound like it's depressing, but there are some very, very beneficial aspects to the moon and Saturn. Uh, to give reason to not be so like, oh my God, everything is blah, blah, blah. Like, I, you know this from previous episodes, like, do not let the idea or the perception that retrograde controls your life, it doesn't. Like keep moving and doing the things that you're doing and just be aware of it, but don't act like it's an end-all be-all thing where you can't do this or you can't do that, or you don't have accountability for your actions. Just saying. Okay. So the sun is opposite the moon and this brings your home and your family life and your intimate relationships really into sharper focus over the next two weeks of this moon phase. So opposing forces such as work versus home or what you need versus what you want start to create tension and external pressures. So this can lead to conflict and crisis and it can really drain your energy. It is said that the lunar qualities of emotions and our instincts tend to peak around the time of the full moon. So it's important to use your increased emotional strength and your intuition to overcome any relationship challenges. Your subconscious awareness allows for an honest and balanced look at your relationships. You will see any relationship dynamics or negative feelings causing disharmony. So the full moon being conjunct Saturn makes you sensible, nostalgic, and melancholic. I swear today I was so nostalgic for going to school. It was my son's first day of school and woke up, we did the whole thing, and just the smell of that time of year. Like it makes me so nostalgic. So this really resonates. It makes you feel more responsible for your loved ones, especially your family members and children and those who really depend on you. The moon and Saturn opposite the sun brings the possibility of restrictions and hardship. This doesn't mean that this will happen. This is just a like this is just a perception. It might be harder for you to share your feelings and suggest that you might really be worrying or that there are a lot of grief uh, or low self-esteem that you have to deal with right now. If the structures in your life are stable and secure, you can focus on domestic duties and caring for your family in practical ways. You should intuitively know what to do even in a crisis. Carrying out your tasks will bring emotional satisfaction even if your efforts are not noticed. So intimate relationships should be emotionally nourishing and shared responsibility can be fulfilled. However, this can be an emotionally trying moon phase if your life is unstable due to relationship drama or problems at home and work. You'll feel a sense of responsibility, but it may come through with a sense of guilt and criticism. Your efforts to connect emotionally to others may be met with rejection, leading to deeper feelings of loneliness and vulnerability. Your feelings are always genuine, but you feel everything very intensely during this time. So just as the circumstances of your life affect your emotions, your subconscious can affect your reality. You have to take responsibility for the feelings and create a new reality. Learn from the past mistakes and reprogram your subconscious. The full moon with Saturn conjunct can reset the subconscious with a positive framework. Now, 95 of the, 95% of the thoughts that you thought yesterday were the same thoughts you thought the day before, and the same for today. So you cannot create a new reality by thinking and dwelling on your past mistakes. That is not how we move forward. It is not. It is not. Reharping and rehashing old programs, old mistakes, is not the way to create a new future. And that that's just that, period, the end. So yeah, there's that. All right. <laughs> so the full moon is in the constellation Aquarius, which gives friendliness, intuition, open-mindedness, an intuitive feeling, and an empathy for the underdog challenging aspects because it's opposite the sun can cause like nervous tension erratic behavior and has a desire for personal freedom at all costs regardless of the consequences um the full moon gives really great honor and artistic appreciation good fortune good judgment idealism all of these things the challenging aspects of course are you know destructiveness, cleverness, thinking you're more clever than you actually are, but yeah. This full moon conjunct Saturn brings realism and practicality, but a tendency towards sadness and negativity. So just be aware that if you start to go down those roads, start to reframe and try to create a new positive path. This time you will feel like your height, your intuition is really heightened and you may have better judgment and even better like creativity because Saturn retrograde is um, because Saturn is in retrograde and there are five other planets retrograde. This makes it for a very introspective time. It offers a chance to draw a line under the past and forgive or forget those past mistakes. What is it? We forgive, we forget, but we never let it go type shit. Yes. The process may cause some sadness, but clearing out the dark recesses of your subconscious will allow room for new dreams. You have to reprogram your mind in order to create a new reality. So the influence of this moon will be felt up to two weeks. So that means up to September 14th, where the new moon is going to be coming in. So the waning moon phase is good for releasing and letting go and resting and healing and doing all of these things. That benefit that benefit you. So now it's really a good time to cleanse your friend group and your relationships. Just like the moon affects the tides, it also it also has a way of illuminating our lives. This powerful energy serves as a reminder to let go of toxic connections and nourish the ones that truly resonate with your soul. But let's get real. Embracing the lunar energy doesn't mean you're cutting everyone out. It's about creating space for healthier, more authentic relationships that align with your journey. And now let's get all too familiar in our digital age with the online hate and the online trolls. Being metaphysical doesn't make us immune to negativity and the internet, despite its vast wonders, isn't a sanctuary of positive vibes. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So let's play devil's advocate for a moment. You know, the internet being hailed as a safe space. Now I am all about positive vibes, good vibes, but let's face it, folks, the online realm isn't devoid of haters or trolls. In fact, as they say. You're no one in Hollywood until someone wants you dead. So how do you deal with the digital darkness while maintaining your own life? First off, remember that not all battles are worth fighting. Some online negativity is like quicksand. The more you struggle, the deeper you sink. So focus on love and the support that you have both online and off. Secondly, consider the source. (laughs) Haters going to hate and trolls are going to troll. Often they're projecting their own insecurities onto you. So keep your energy clear and strong and remember their words don't define you. And finally, choose your battles wisely. (laughs) Sometimes a well-placed block or mute is the most powerful form of self-care. Surround yourself with a tribe that uplifts you and don't be afraid to disengage from those who drain your energy. This is probably one of the biggest and best things that I can tell you guys is that as you know, as someone who came out with a book and did all of this work, um, even though my, even though my deck has over 700 reviews plus 500 reviews on Timu from being counterfeited, you know, there's over a thousand reviews of my deck that are five-star reviews. There is a uh, placement of my deck in three international museums, including the oldest museum for tarot in the world. And there are still people who just love to hate and troll. And I mean, it's really funny because uh, whenever you do something and it shakes something up or it defines something, um, people get upset because it expresses their own insecurities. And sometimes it's just like, it's really funny to see. It's not funny, but it is funny because life is a comedy. And when you see someone come after you, or well, if you don't see it, because this is the, this is the move. Now people love to block you and then talk shit about you on their Instagram story. Like, anybody outside of their algorithm bubble is going to see it or hear it or actually give a shit. When you go on to your social media and you like slander or defame someone, unless your story is relevant and you actually have an interaction with this person, people perceive you in a way that really makes you look unhinged because that's what it is, is you're taking your insecurities and you're being like, you know what? I'm going to go online and I'm going to tell everybody that this person who I assume did this thing is a bad person, even though you may have not met them. You've probably never interacted with them in person. You don't have their phone number and you've blocked them. So if you meet all of these criteria and you're listening, you're not a hater, you're actually a fan. And my favorite thing is uh, fan fiction now, uh, which is stories about me that people have come up with, uh, even though they don't know me. And it's actually quite comical because the universe doesn't hear or see what you say. It doesn't listen to you when you're like, I don't want this or I want this. All it hears is you saying what you're saying. The universe doesn't give you what you want. The universe gives you what you do. So if you go online and your whole your whole shtick is to just talk shit about people or post them in your Instagram story and say that they do this and they do that, but you actually don't have any, any like proof to show what you're saying. You're, you're just showing people that you can't exist in this reality that you have to be, that you have to get support for being victimized even though you're not actually victimized. And the thing that is really disturbing that I've been seeing with a lot of haters and trolls recently is that there's this concept of, oh, if this person did me wrong, I'm going to reach out to other people and let them know that they shouldn't work with them Or they should just have an opinion of them because of my experience. Well, honey, what goes around comes around. So good luck with trying to turn people against other people because everybody has their own (laughs) their own mind and their own reality. And your reality that you share about hating someone else is not anyone else's reality. I'm just going to let you know right here and right now, (laughs) you don't share that reality with anybody else. And that might be a very disturbing wake up call because many haters and trolls think that they do have support for the people that they hate as well. But at the end of the day, everybody only really cares about themselves and they don't care about who you think your hater is or anything like that, honestly. So really sit down tonight under this full moon and write down all the hateful and mean things that have been said to you and the trolls. I mean, I've had everything done. I've had people who don't know me go on their Instagram and talk mad shit about me. And then people who do know me reached out and were like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? She seems insane. She seems unhinged. She seems a little crazy. Um, she doesn't even know you was a lot of the, was a lot of the best part of it is she doesn't know me and she just wants to talk shit. And this can go for a lot of people. Uh, after my deck came out, there were a few YouTube reviewers that got my deck for free um, in order to make a video that they could monetize on YouTube so that they could get paid for it. And instead of just like posting a normal review like they do every other deck that they get, they decided because it was cannabis related that they would just, you know, let their fear and scarcity mindset take the wheel and, you know, they decided to act like they knew what they were talking about. And then whenever I informed them that they were actually misinformed, their response was to get mad, make more videos that they could monetize so that they could get clicks to talk about me and hate on me. And all it did was make more people buy my tarot deck. And those videos are still up today. And It's really funny. It's really comical because it's like, oh, you people don't like it when you match their energy, especially white women um, and white men. They absolutely hate it when a black person matches their energy because it feels very much like I'm not in control anymore. And for them, it's a systemic thing, especially if they're from the South. Let's just say you're from Florida Um, systemically in your family for generations has been racism. And that's just the way it is. Like I grew up in the South and you can't tell me that there are not generations of racism there and because there is, and it's not a solitary event just because you moved to California and you live in all way doesn't mean you're not racist. So just so you know, your haters will always be haters. But really, they're fans. They're fans because their insecurities make it to where they want to see someone else. Misery loves company. So their insecurities make it to where they want other people to be insecure. They want other people to feel bad. They want other people to be victims. When in actuality, accountability is not hate. So if you do something, let's say you stole from someone, actually let, yeah, let's say, let's say you stole from something, uh, from someone, or you did something that, you know, uh, was really bad. Let's take this like Hyundai Kia challenge that was going out a few, you know, that was been happening over the past few months. I have a very good friend who was affected by this. His car was stolen. He's an actor. He uh, immediately had like things happen to him that were just unheard of, unreal. And Hyundai knew that these things were happening. The TikTok challenge that was going up about this Hyundai, like stealing the cars, it was very aware to them. So then when more people started to become aware of this behavior, they decided to hold Hyundai accountable. And they started talking about it online. Do you think that Hyundai went onto their Instagram story and was like, Evan from Los Angeles is such a hater. He always talks about how his car got stolen. And like, I just like, I'm just, I just work at Hyundai. It's not my fault. I didn't do anything. Hyundai is not at fault, blah, 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 blah. blah. We're actually a victim. Evan is such a bully. He's such a troll. He does this all the time. He talks about how other people who do bad things and other people who treat people the way that they're not supposed to be treated, get held accountable. And I'm just not about accountability. So like, can we just not hold people accountable? anymore. That is literally what is happening to so many people is that someone comes out online and just says a blanket statement, like don't be an influencer who promotes a competitive product. You you know, that's a very blanket statement. If you, if you are hired to promote a Nikon, You don't get photographed with a cannon. It's fucking common sense. It's not about being a hater. It's not about being a troll. It's about having accountability. And when a blanket statement is made, and maybe it applies to you, that's called a coincidence. A coincidence isn't a means for you to be a hater. So. Remember, even in the cosmic dance of energy, we are still co-creators of our reality. So if you want to focus on the hate and you want to focus on the trolls and you want to do a whole panel about it, go right ahead because the people who know the real truth know the truth. The best thing is the truth always comes out. Always. So embrace this super full blue moon vibes and cleanse your connections. Remember, you are like the five most people you spend your time around. So if you're spending time around people who literally don't know where they're going or what they're doing because they don't know what life is even really like because they've never held a real job and they just are a content creator, cleanse your connections. Make some better choices for the people who you surround yourself with and watch your life change. You can navigate this digital landscape with grace and you can say what you need to say to protect yourself. And the last thing we're going to do and talk about is, you know, let's just draw a couple cards for the haters and let's just have a little tarot reading for the haters so we're going to use the metaphysical cannabis oracle deck and we're going to sit here and we're going to see exactly what comes up we're going to ask the cards what is it that i need to know during this super full blue moon that can help me the most right now all right Ooh! (laughs) the card that comes up is the karma card (laughs) I can't make this shit up, guys. This deck really knows. This deck is not like any other tarot deck. I had a Santeria priest talk to me and say, how do you know all of this stuff? Are you in the religion? Are you a Santera?" And I'm not. But I'm a medium and I'm a psychic and I'm a channeler. And... <laughs> If you resonate with this deck, and if you don't resonate with this deck, that is intentional as well, because you better believe that I put protection around this deck for people who do not like me. If you don't like me, you won't like this deck. I made it that way for a reason. So let's talk about what y'all need to do to embrace this super full blue moon. The Adagio card is the karma card. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. Um, This card shows the quantum potential symbolized on the flag that the angel is carrying. Now, this flag is indicating on some level that you've already manifested what you're harvesting. And this card emerges when a time of clarity and a time for you to be aware and focused and ready to bask in your accomplishments. Adagio reminds you that not everyone will be happy about your harvest and that that in itself is okay. That does not take away from your harvest and it does not add to theirs. That's the best part. All of these, these 1% of negative reviews and 1% of people that don't like me, it doesn't take from my harvest. It actually doesn't add to theirs either. So thinking that you're, Doing something by talking shit about me or saying you don't like me or trying to get other people to turn against me doesn't really add to your cause because the people who actually know me and know that you don't know me (laughs) start casting judgments about you. If this card appears, it's time to stop judging yourself and others so hard. How perfect is this card? I literally just pulled this card. Like I didn't do any, like this card was not picked out before, before this episode. I literally pulled this card right now. The beautiful green and yellow wings open up your heart center and enable you to fully embrace the fruits that come from nourishing the seeds you planted in the fool. If this card appears, it's time to ask yourself, am I bringing the past into this harvest? meaning my crop isn't as good as it could be? Have I shut down my heart? And am I ready to recreate myself? This picture will be on my Instagram, the picture of this card. And I just have to say, it is so funny that this card came out because karma is only a bitch if you are. So with that... Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Metaphysical AF. I will be seeing you on the next one. And don't forget, rate, review, like, and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. Follow on Spotify and rate and download and review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you all so much for listening and see you next time. So, this episode was actually brought to you by the amazing sponsor. MJ Bizcon, where the metaphysical and the practical meet. So stay metaphysical, AF. And until next time, Cosmic Explorers, peace out. Now, as many of you know, I am planning my wedding and I am so incredibly excited to have gotten a amazing little gift bag from XO Betty. So I'm going to talk about them real quick on this podcast to tell you a little bit about what it is. So ExoBetty is like a nice little naughty one-stop shop for all your bachelorette party needs. You can shop sashes, straws, curtains, and everything else you need to start the party. It's a highly branded experience. And it is amazing. So I'm going to tell you some of the things that they got for me and that they sent me in this amazing big bag. So let me get ready to show you how amazing this is. I'm actually going to set up my phone and do a little recording of it as well so that you can see how much fun this, how much fun it was to get all of this stuff. So, here I am with this giant exofetti bag that was sent to me for my bachelorette party. So, exofetti, as I said earlier, is a store. If you're listening to the podcast, go listen to the full episode. Exofetti is like a store that you can just get all your little, like, kitschy little bachelorette things and things at your party that you need. So, I'm gonna show you what they sent me. I'm so excited. I love this brand. Okay, so you know the foam finger? (laughs) It's a giant foam penis. And it says, to have and to hold. How funny is this? Oh my God, I'm I'm dead. Okay, next, what do we have here? All right, okay. So, this is where this veil came in. How cute, how cute. Okay, so there's a veil that has diamonds and little dicks on it. So, how how cute, let me put it on here. I'll show you what it looks like. Yes. How cute. Here we are. Mm. The little dicks are pink and maroon. Very cute, very cute. Oh, yes, so, Exofetti. we are your one-stop shop for all your party supply needs. Some say the party doesn't start till we walk in, so we're absolutely thrilled to be a part of your upcoming celebration. We love sharing your party moments with us on Instagram, so don't forget to tag us. Perfect. Okay, great. <laughs> Die. Okay, we'll cut that out. This cute little box. I'm obsessed. This actually has some sunglasses in it, which I'm so excited about because all of my bridesmaids are going to be getting a little package. So here are these cute little glasses that are going to come in. And there's a white pair for me. absolutely love it. All right. Yes. Okay. There are some things in here that I've already opened. The packaging is still in here. Here is an incredibly cute little bag that we will use. And this is a bottle opener that is actually the shape of a dick. It is hilarious. And it also says to have To hold. And yes, that is the portion of it. That's everything. Don't you love it? I mean, how much better does it get than a giant foam kit? Check out exofetti.com for all your naughty party needs.